you are actively dating and you feel like, wow, oh, I'm getting to the point where I can't control myself, just make sure that you wear something ugly underneath. I don't care if you have to get a marker and like write it across your stomach, no sex. Something underneath your clothes that if he were to take it off, you would be very embarrassed. <laughs> Dedication, preservation, take a look inside. Your salvation, do every good work. It takes patience, like a butterfly. with another video if you are new to my channel then don't forget to subscribe don't forget to hit the notification bell don't forget to check the description box because i always put a lot of stuff in there including my book specifically for single women and single moms because what we are going to be talking about today is how to maintain your celibate for those who are new to my channel or if you just don't i don't even know i've been celibate for six years yay and honestly speaking i was talking to this guy the other day and I realized, not even celibate, but I haven't even kissed a man like on the lips in six years. Because I kind of feel like once you have boundaries when it comes to celibacy, because like I said, once you start kissing and touching or whatever the case may be, then it can get a lot more difficult to maintain boundaries. I am not against kissing, if that makes sense. But what I'm trying to say is that now, obviously, in my six-year celibacy journey, I could be stronger or I have more self-control when it comes to temptation as opposed to when I was like on one day of my celibacy journey. So these are some of the things that have helped me maintain my celibacy. And I have to say, I'm gonna put my video down below in regards to when I was celebrating my five year celibacy or when I was talking about it, because one thing that I will definitely say that you have to understand is that it is a mindset thing. And that's the first thing, because I had tried to go celibate more than once before I finally succeeded this time. Um, prior to me messing up after like this time I'm six years celibate and then I messed up with one person but prior to that I was two years celibate so I know you're like dang you messed up two years for that yeah because what I come to learn is it is a mindset thing before when I was celibate it was kind of like okay I'm celibate but if the opportunity presents itself and I'm really in the mood like all these caveats that we tell ourselves as to why we would compromise our celibacy but see when you're celibate you have to make up your mind that I'm going to be celibate period. I'm going to be celibate. If no, I'll be celibate, but I'm going to go over this guy's house in the middle of the night. I'm going to be, no, you really have to have a mindset shift and believe it within yourself. As somebody who has tried to go celibate and has failed multiple times, I feel like what it all came down to when I failed is that it was kind of like, yeah, I'm celibate, but I'm also open to the possibility. If you're celibate, don't be open to the possibility. Just choose to be celibate. So number two, your underwear. This is, <laughs> I feel like when in doubt and you are going out on a date, especially with a guy that you feel you may not be able to sexually control yourself on, this was actually in the movie Think Like a Man. And quiet as this kept, I 100% agree with this as a female because obviously if you are a female and you are having sex with somebody for the first time, you want to look good underneath. You want to have on nice underwear. You want to, you know, but if you don't have on nice underwear, then you're going to take away that possibility because how many of you really, if you go out on a date and you really feel like yourself slipping into temptation, how many of you, if you had on holy underwear with stains on them that were old, or ugly bra, like if you just had on ugly undergarments, I can almost bet that it will make you think twice, four or five, six times, you will probably not 
compromise yourself in that way because you'd be like, dang, I got all some ugly underwear. But it's one of those small things that actually really work. So even if you are actively dating and you feel like, wow, I'm getting to the point where I can't control myself, just make sure that you wear something ugly underneath. I don't care if you have to get a marker and like write it across your stomach, no sex. Something underneath your clothes that if he were to take it off, you would be very embarrassed, thus keeping you from taking your clothes off. The next one is put yourself in the correct positions. Now, I can say that this has come for me more with time. Like, for example, if I'm dating somebody, I could probably go to their house and not have sex. Even if I'm dating for them for a long time, I can actively go to somebody in somebody's house and not have sex. I can Netflix and chill and not have sex. I have done it for plenty of times. Is that everybody? No. Could I say that I could go to like, okay, let's say maybe five years ago. Could I say, oh, let me go to this man's house and knowing that I'm celibate and not have sex? Probably not because five years ago or the first or the times that I actually failed celibacy is because I was putting myself in the wrong positions and I didn't have the willpower. So the first times when I was celibate or whatever and I would fail, I would invite a guy over to my place all late. Come on now, knowing good and well, oh, can I spend the night knowing good and well that we stay in the same bed, knowing good and well what's going to happen. And then in my brain, I'm like, oh, it just happened. I didn't intend to have sex, but but you did because I invited somebody over at 11 o'clock at night. The movie was over at two. He's not going to want to go home. And so these are the type of things that I'm talking about is that you have to be very mindful and intentional about the positions that you put yourself in. And you have to be honest with yourself on how much you can take. Like I said, as you grow in your celibacy journey, you will notice that you have a lot more tolerance being around, <gasps> excuse me, being around the opposite sex or people who tempt you sexually, you will notice that you have a lot more tolerance. But in the beginning, you really want to be very, 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 very careful about the positions that you put yourself in. Because I could say the times that I succeeded and then failed at celibacy, even after years, the person was always at my house. It wasn't a situation where I was out and I said, let's go back to my house. No, the person was always at my house, making it very easy for them to have access to me. So just keep that in mind and don't do that. Like don't put yourselves in the positions that you think that you would fail. The last one. To me, this is actually the most important and this is constantly remembering the past because the fact of the matter is, is I am not with any of the men that I have had sex with in the past and I don't, I don't regret my son or anything like that. But I also know the drama that a lot of my past situationships brought on and particularly it was because of lust. I'm going to put my video down in the description box um, of when I suffered with lust and what I talk about. And so that's why I say like when I really sit like if I was to ever get tempted, like if I'm dating or talking to a man and I'm like, wow, I'm really attracted to him and I'm tempted. I remember that I was really attracted to the other men that I did not end up with as well. And so what makes this man different? And so and it's not even just about the past. It's about the past drama about having sex outside of marriage that had brought which brought me to this decision in the first place. It's about the fact that you can end up pregnant. You know, when I have, when I got pregnant with my son, my son's father left, all of this stuff rings in my brain to help me keep my celibacy journey. Because really, if I'm married, then it's, I mean, yeah, he could leave. Anybody could leave in a marriage. But it's a little bit more of a dedication that somebody says, I'm going to marry you and have sex with you, right? So that if you get pregnant, 
if you know something happens that I'm not going to leave you and also STDs there are STDs out here that cannot be cured that you can die from and not only that I literally read in the newspaper I think it was like last year that a guy had gonorrhea and he, it was not responding to antibodies at all so even stuff that you think that you could be cured can evolve and things can happen so my point is would you want did you like really sex is one of those things where you really do risk your life nothing is a hundred percent not even a condom i don't care a condom can bust you could get aids you could get herpes you could get hpv you could get a std that could render you infertile you could get something that you can't get rid of you could get a baby that could change the rest of your life. So you could get in, you could sleep with a man too fast and find out he has a girlfriend or a wife, or he could ghost you soon afterwards, all of which will leave you feeling like crap. So whenever you are in doubt, continuously bring up past situations or all of these horrific things that could go wrong in your brain. And I know you're like, Sophia, but this sounds like you're being Debbie Downer, but you're not being De Debbie Downer. You are realistically saying to yourself that these are the consequences of my actions if I was to choose to engage in sex. Think of the absolute worst thing that can happen and say, would I be able to live with myself if this absolute worst thing happened to me? How would I feel about it? And if it's AIDS, if it's having another baby, if it's whatever the case may be that's in your brain is the worst possible scenario. When you imagine that, I can almost bet that all of a sudden you're like, uh, you're right. Sex don't necessarily mean that I need to risk my life or my eggs or anything else. Maybe I should keep it into perspective because the last boyfriend that I had sex with stalked me and he tried to stab me in the shoulder or he was abusive. And maybe I don't want to get into that situation because nobody has sex with people. Well, some people might. Most people don't have sex with people thinking that something is wrong with them. But sad to say, many of us have sex with people only to find out afterwards that something is wrong with them. So think of those some things that are wrong with them as a way to remind yourself not to get in that situation again. All right, guys. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. And I will see you guys another day, another time. Bye, y'all. Not ready for the show to end? It doesn't have to. You can head over to my site where you can read hundreds of articles. And also you can feel free to shop my store where I have all of my products for sale. And last but not least, for even more video content, feel free to visit my YouTube channel where I talk about a wide array of content. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And until next time, stay blessed.